the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of Disney Plus Reviews. We are reviewing episode seven of The Mandalorian today, an exciting episode to talk about. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and the guy who always cheats at arm wrestling, it's Jack Altermatt. Well, I wouldn't be so good at arm wrestling if I didn't have this baby Yoda that could choke you out, Phil. (laughs) You keep thinking you're having some sort of a... That was a low blow. I I, I, I wasn't prepared for that. I just like that Baby Yoda's gotten over looking at his hand. Like, he's not like, no, no longer looking at his hand like, oh, I did that? Now he's just like, no, he's con- I, I did that. But now, he, but he's confused. He's like, I thought you were trying to kill him by arm wrestling him, so, you know, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, good episode. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we'll talk one, about that. Here's, yeah. Jack, you know what? One, one thing today we're not going to talk about. What, mail? We are not going to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine. No, because on, we're going to do a... I, am I right that... We are going to launch, though, a very special spoiler edition. Yes. If you're listening to this right now and you have seen Episode 7 of The Mandalorian, but you have not seen Star Wars Episode 9 in no. theaters today, uh, have no fear, my friends. We will hmm. not be spoiling Episode 9 in this episode. Yeah. Uh, we are um, going to do that, even though it has nothing to do with Disney+. Plus. Let's be honest. We are. It, go- we're, it's Disney. Yeah, it is Disney. And it's someday it will end up on Disney+. It Plus. will eventually come to Disney+. Plus. In fact, if you're listening to this the day that, it re- that Star Wars Episode 9 releases on Disney+, Plus, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, but uh, no, we are going to be recording that in a separate episode. So you'll actually see back to back episodes. I, I believe I'll have time to release both of them back to back here. So um, make sure you're, you're listening to the correct one. But uh, if you're looking for Star Wars Episode Nine spoiler talk, we're going to have a whole episode devoted just to that movie. Yeah, but we'll thoughts. do that in a separate episode from this. So uh, don't worry. Keep keep. Uh, hitting that play button, let it go uh, from this point on, even if you haven't seen the movie, movie, because we're going to keep conversation to that. And I'm going to hold you to it, Jack. If episode nine wants to come up in this episode, we're not going to... No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about okay. it. Okay. Uh, I can't. If, if you are just joining us for this podcast, uh, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. Uh, mo- honestly, right now, we're only talking about The Mandalorian. We talk about some other shows and things that we've been watching towards the end of every episode. But for the most part, we're just talking about Mandalorian. The show is dedicated to just the most popular stuff on Disney Plus, and right now it's all about The Mandalorian. Uh, our season one of this show basically is going to cover Mandalorian, and then we're going to move on to some other things. I have some things I want to chat with you about and our audience about at the end of this episode, some ideas I have yeah. for January. Excellent. Um, but yeah, right now uh, it's episode seven of The Mandalorian. 
Mandalorian next week will be our final episode talking about the Mandalorian. It's hard to believe it's already over. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll be moving on to some new stuff in January. We have an email address if you'd like to write into the show. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the, on the Mandalorian or what else you've been listening to on or watching on Disney+. Plus. Uh, hit us at Disney Plus Reviews, P-L-U-S, all spelled out, at Hotmail.com. And let us know what you want to hear us talk about or uh, give us your own reviews yes. of the episodes. That would be great um, to have somebody chime in. We will have some guests uh, coming up, possibly even in January. I'm, I'm working on a couple guests right now. Excellent. J.J. Um, Abrams? Uh, no. Oh. I, I called him. He, he won't return any of my phone calls. John Favre? He also won't return my phone. He actually has a, uh. he has a um, restraining order oh, against, no. against our podcast Gus right Jiggins from the Apple Dublin gang? No. Oh. Yeah, that's that's how low we are on the t- Disney totem pole. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> maybe we'll get. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. I'll stop talking. So, basic stru- structure of, of every episode right now is we recap whatever Mandalorian episode that we watch, episode seven in, in this case today. Uh, chat about our favorite moments of the episode. Present our questions, thoughts, and predictions for future episodes. And I have a long list <laughs> after today's uh, discussion to talk about. Uh, and then at the end, we usually sprinkle in some conversation about what else we've been watching on Disney Plus. I actually have been watching a couple things this week, um, so we'll have some things to talk about there. But let's get right into it, Jack. This episode was a doozy. It was banana. It was it, banana. It was B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Woo! Bananas. Finally, right? Yeah, it's it's good. After after a We've been in neutral a little bit. Yeah. Episode six was kind of a low point, I thought, for the show. Uh, we knew From it had a to... momentum standpoint, it was a, it was a low point. Yeah. Oh definitely. Not interesting, still interesting. Oh yeah. But momentumly weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect with this episode. I wasn't sure if we would get right into like the, the main overarching kind of plot of the show immediately or not. Like if, if, if maybe it would take half the episode to kind of ramp back in, uh, you know, to obviously climax in the final episode in episode eight, but dude, right off the bat from second one moment, one of this episode, we were right back in it, uh, right back on the, on the main plot that everyone wants to know about and care about. So, um, so I was really pleased with that. Plenty of baby Yoda in this episode. Yeah, uh, and he played an integral part of this episode. And again, he's back at being the focus. He's back at being the hunted, and uh, it really it recaught its stride from early from the first. You know, the first three episodes. I I don't know of any show that I've ever watched the first three episodes of a show. There were this dynamic as the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, and this episode really uh, gets back in that stride. It fits right in. Yeah, before we get into the recap, a couple things I want to mention. Uh, we, we need to pat ourselves on the back a little bit. I think well. we, we called a couple of the things that happened in this episode, meaning yes. uh, one of the things we've talked about a lot is that some of these characters that we've been introduced to in previous episodes are going to come back. Um, we even kind of talked about uh, almost an Avengers kind of assemble the squad, yes. assemble the team, and uh-huh. we saw some of that in this episode. So uh, some of the things that we were expecting to see, we actually saw um, and we in this episode. See. I worried that it wouldn't happen. But I hoped it had happened, and it did happen. Yeah. I've got some predictions um, for what's going to happen in the last episode, too. But Excitement. Um, anyway, um, so the, the episode starts right off the bat with a transmission from Grief, which I wasn't... Mm-hmm. That, that was a 
that was actually one thing I did not see coming was that grief would actually kind of kick this whole thing off. Like yes. grief Karga, I think is his mm-hmm. name, um, is actually kind of the, the, uh, reason, the impetus for this whole, um, you know, assembling the Avengers type of thing that happened. Like, yeah. um, basically the, the premise for the, the whole episode and, and, and really what is probably gonna be the last two episodes is grief saying, uh, uh, you know, since you left, since everything went down here on this planet on Navarro, the client, this um, Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog um, he's the client, but he's essentially working for what is the, for that skeleton of the empire. Yeah, there is, and we see that actually towards the end of this episode, there actually is, like, the Empire is kind of alive and well in some ways. Like, this is either pre-First Order. I think it's that power vacuum. Yeah. And you have people oh, that yeah. are taking it in. I don't know if, um, Jacques, what's his name? I always say it wrong. Uh, Esposito, what's his name? What's his oh, Giancarlo. Name? Giancarlo. Um, I don't know if he is in charge of this new Empire or what's left, but he certainly is a leader yeah. of this group. Yeah. Like, Without a doubt, it's not it's not Warner Herzog, that's right. for sure. Well, and and at the beginning of the episode, we certainly don't know about this Moff Gideon guy that yes. we see at the end of the episode, but we do know that that uh, the client, his his character is literally never named. It's just Warner Herzog, yeah, um, the actor that's playing him. But the client has basically like. Um, military taken over the town like the whole the whole area right and so like the bounty hunters which kind of it's it's kind of implied that they kind of ran the town or, or at least had some influence over town politics and stuff yeah they basically have been kicked out of town um you know kind of keeping with the the western theme you know like there's a there's a new sheriff in town kind of thing and the client has basically um you know, just is running the streets now and has kicked them out. Like a right. lot of them are like living outside of the city limits yeah. and stuff. Now. It's actually very reminiscent to uh, the the whole thing. If you've ever seen Young Guns, oh yeah, it's very reminiscent of the movie Young Guns. Okay, Jack Palance's character is essentially the Giancarlo Esposito character. Uh, and anyway, it's interesting. Cool. Which is a western. Young Guns, a western. It's a modern western, but anyway. Um, so yeah, basically the transmission says we need your help. Come and kill this guy for us. Uh, you get to what you get out of it is that we're we'll stop chasing you. Stop trying to go after the child. You keep the, you keep the child. I'll clear your name. You know you basically be left alone from this point forward. But you need to do us a favor and help clear this guy out of town. Uh-huh. So um, I love that like he wastes no time and immediately goes back to um, can't remember the name of the the planet, but where Cara Dune yeah. is, which. We've talked about on the show is is I think probably both of ours. I know it's one of my favorite characters. I love Cara Dune. Um, she does not uh, disappoint. She's a great character. Yeah, a tremendous character in the show, and I'm so glad she's on this show. Yeah, she's a super strong character. Has an awesome like mysterious backstory, and obviously is good in a fight. So um, it was really cool to see her again. She joins the the group. Um, when we first see her, she's in this. I've never seen this before. And, I, and again, I haven't seen everything Star Wars. Um, if you've been listening to the show, you know I haven't seen uh, a whole lot of the Clone Wars. I'm trying to remedy that right now. Uh, or uh, Rebel, Star Wars Rebels or anything like that. But she's in this fist fight with this um, uh, this ogre. Of, it's a Zabrak. It's yeah, a, which is uh, the, the... Darth Maul's... It's a species that is Darth Maul, basically. Except his tattoos aren't quite the same as Darth Maul. Yeah. Uh, and he, but he's a big, a big dude. That's for sure. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he's very ogre-like, and she's holding her own uh, against this guy, and they're tied together with this electric bolt, which I thought was really interesting. Um, that way you can't run away. You can't 
hide out. You've got to play the game. I thought it was like just proximity based. Like, um, you know, you have to stay within a certain number of feet of each other. And it was certainly doing that. But she ends up strangling him with it, which is really interesting. Like, And it's not a... As far as I can tell, it's, I mean, it's some somewhat physical, but somewhat it's like tangible. It's more like a tether. It is a tether, but it's not like rope. It's not like it's not like rope that's electrified because it just disappears at the end of the fight. Yeah, they turn so, it off. Like, but it's somehow tangible because she ends up choking him with it. It was really interesting. It's basically like a tractor beam, but it's not. It's just like a rope. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, tractor beam actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, we find out a little bit more of her backstory. Um, at first, she kind of like balks at the idea of going. Like when she fig- figures out that. It's not, you know, he needs her help to go on this other planet. She's like, hey, you don't understand. I have a life sentence waiting for me. Yes. Like, I, you know, and she still doesn't go into all the details. We assume, I've always assumed she's just kind of been a deserter. That's why the Republic is looking for her. Yeah. Um, but she basically says, hey, you know, if, if anyone was to catch me either in transit or on another planet, um, pretty much I'm going to jail for the rest of my life. Right. Um, so I'm not just going to do that just for anything. But then... As soon as the mention, the drop of the information of it's an imperial, it's an imperial officer is what we're who we're going to take down. She's like, I'm in. Let's do this. Cool. So I thought that was really cool. Um, then <laughs> what's it's a really short little sequence, but actually I think it has a lot of weight to it. But right after that, she she jumps on his ship and they're flying away, whatever, and they're having this conversation about what they're going to do. And um, at this point, at this moment, the child overhears our conversation and kind of drops down from the ceiling, which is really Aww. cute, kind of cute. <laughs> And yeah. um, then the very next thing we, we see is the ship is going out of control. Yeah. And the child is actually flying the ship, mm-hmm. flying the Razor Crest. Yes. I was like, what? That was so he's awesome. He's trying to pull it. He's, he's using the joystick and he's trying to pull him away from I, I think he's trying to get the ship to not go where, they're, where he's talking about going. Right. Which is unbelievable. It's it's amazing that he he's intuitive. It, well, and it and it tells you how much he's understanding. Like yeah. he he doesn't say anything. I yeah. was gonna say he doesn't say much. He doesn't say anything during the. But course he's of the starting show. to uh, learn some things. Well, and he and I think he at least recognizes planet names. Like when they were talking about, yeah, we're going back to Navarro. He's like, he doesn't want to go there. I'm not going back there. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, they um, they it, that sequence not only sparks. Okay, we gotta. Um, we got to stash him away back in his secret compartment. But also they talk about how um, we got to find someone that can watch this dude. Yeah. Which interesting. Uh, finally introduces Quill. Quill, yeah. Which we've not seen since episode two. Right. And right? we kind of thought he wouldn't get drugged back into this. And honestly, I kind of hope he wouldn't, he wouldn't get drugged back into this. I thought, um, I, I think I, I made the prediction last episode that um, I, I really didn't see him going off of his planet. Right. Like leaving his planet. Right. Um, and he, to be fair, he doesn't want to, like they, he takes a lot of convincing to actually like get up and leave. Right. Um, but for him, it's, it's about, um, saving this child. Like for whatever reason, he feels a lot of, um, almost fatherly kind of. Yeah. He's like the grandparent to this. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, like, he wants to see this child survive and, and succeed at life. And so, yeah, basically he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to go on this mission with you guys. You kind of get the idea. He's not really intending to do any fighting yeah. like he's basically kind of a babysitter he's a babysitter and he's got to bring his blurg with him yeah which is great because they 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 didn't realize on, there's that room much room in that i know show, it doesn't look like it, there's there would be enough but obviously it's they still, made it and it's a fake show so <laughs> i mean but they made it work so um yeah i mean it's got a i guess it's got a pretty good hatch on the on the back of it but anyway there's like three of them yeah. they put three blurgs on yeah. there um 
Anyway, so they pick up Queel, um, and they pronounce it Queel. Like, I think we've been saying Queel. Queel. And to, to, Queel. Be, to be fair, it's not really our fault. that This is the first time that his his name is actually voiced on the show. Um, in fact, um, it takes this long for the Mandalorian to finally ask him his name. He's like, what do I call you? And he's like, oh, he my calls him Ug- No, he calls him Ugnaught. Ugnaught, that's right. And, and he's like, my name is Queel. <laughs> um. So it's already getting awesome. Some some of our favorite um, characters, Quill and uh, Cara Dune, are back on the show, and then we see IG Eleven. Talk about IG Eleven in this episode. It was it was so fantastic. So IG Eleven, and they and they it's basically this overarching theme that Quill is a caring person. He finds IG Eleven's body, uh, robot body, and he basically reprograms him to be basically a butler. And, yeah. and, and, That's and, not an overstatement. And, and protective, but <laughs> he can defend whoever he's in charge of. But like, but the Mandalorian doesn't trust any 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 droids, right? And neither does Cara Dune. And they're all kind of like this thing is built for killing. And Kuil is convinced that you know it's not. So maybe maybe Ig Eleven's purpose will really manifest in in uh, Episode Eight. Yeah. Um, basically, for the rest of the episode, they're very we, jumpy when it comes to IG Eleven. Oh yeah, they know what it's capable. Well, of. he immediately he sees the IG Eleven and immediately pulls a weapon. Yeah, he on better him. shoot it. Um, but yeah, he uh, for the rest of the episode, basically every time we see IG Eleven, he's serving like hors d'oeves and stuff like that. It's and like tea. really interesting. Yeah, and tea. <laughs> Would you like some tea? Yeah. Um, it was cool to see Taika uh, Waititi um, yes. come back and, and voice this character again in this episode. I think we'll see a lot of him in yeah. the final episode. Um, what do you think we're supposed to learn about droid? This is a long sequence. Like this, this is takes up like a minute and a half of the um, episode. I think we're what are we supposed to learn about droids in this universe? Well, we've learned a lot about galaxy. droids and how they are simply, um, they they are the servant class. They're the servant class of this world, mm-hmm. but they have value, and so they're basically, I don't know, like they're they're treated differently. But they have this other value to them. Um, I don't know. Like the overarching theme on Star Wars in general are that this universe couldn't run without droids. It couldn't. It couldn't survive without them. Sure, because they're in so many roles that other people don't want to do or can't do. And so, I think we're just left to say, give droids a chance. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Droids should be given equal chances. Yeah. Uh, Quill almost kind of takes like a again a kind of a fatherly role with IG Eleven kind of raising him, re-raising him, yeah. like because his his neural harness is what he calls it has been completely destroyed. So he basically says, um, you know, we, I'm going to reprogram you from like he teaches him how to walk, like he's he's literally like treating this thing like a baby, um, and teaching it just the things that he wants him to learn. And he even makes a, a statement of like, hey, droids, because like, obviously the Mandalorian for obvious reasons is you know, deathly afraid of droids, but he's like, Hey, droids aren't good or bad. Like they're, they're neutral. These, these things basically act out whatever we teach them to do. Yeah. So yeah, obviously like Imperial, Imperial droids are going to do evil, but only because their masters are evil. Right. Um, it's more like, um, like a, a pet, like a dog or something like that. Like you can teach a dog to be vicious and, and bite everyone that comes in contact with, right. or you can treat it, to, you teach it to be loving and, and just lick everything. Right. So right. I, I, I thought that was a very interesting sequence in this episode. It, had, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with like just, you know, the series as a whole or, or really even Star Wars, except for like, we just learned about droids in this episode, which I thought was really fantastic. 
Um, so they take uh, Quill, IG-11, IG and some Blurgs onto the ship. So all, all five of these things jump on there. Um, then, then comes one of the most interesting scenes for me in the entire series, in all seven episodes that we've seen. Um, I kind of hinted at it a second ago, but Kara and the Mandalorian are in an arm wrestling match. Yes. And they're you know he's they're kind of joking and and kara thinks she's gonna get the upper hand and he's like do you want to double down the bet and then all of a sudden we see the child reach out his hand and he starts force choking kara dune yes what do you make of this he um really likes the mandalorian he thinks that kara dune is trying to kill him yeah or uh, trying hurt, to trying to harm him hurt, hurt the mandalorian yes and so basically his reaction is a protective response Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, you know, she, he tries to use his force power to choke Cara Dune. So, the only time that we've seen, correct me if I'm wrong, the only time that we've seen a force choke is um, the Sith side, the dark side, right? Um, like, Darth Vader is famous for kind of doing that little pinch maneuver with his fingers. Right, and maybe when you're young, you don't know the force, and you don't know the way of the Jedi, so you don't... Yeah. I didn't know how like much that, I didn't know how much to read into this. They like, could easily do that. So, are you saying then that this is an evil I, I'm baby saying, Yoda? I'm saying I was really confused by that because, like, we've typically only seen him do kind of light side of the force type of things. I don't think he knows though. He, he's too innocent to know that this. Yeah, is, I don't think he really knows that this is a dark side thing. Yeah, I don't think he knows. He, he cer- can tap into the force though. He certainly hasn't had a Jedi master to no, teach him the ways not. of the force or anything. No, he is not. So, I, I thought that was a really interesting uh, moment. Uh, and honestly, it'll come up again like that, that kind of thing, because no one uh, the thing about the child is no one around him so far has known and knows anything about the force. Like right. even Quill, like because they're even talking about like right after this happens, they kind of look look at Quill for a second and they're like, what was that? And the, and the Quill was like, hey, after the Mudhorn situation, I knew there was something weird about this kid, I, but I can't explain it. Well, I, I don't he, know what's going he on. said he remembered back. He heard rumors and legends of it. Yeah. Whenever he worked for the Empire, because Quill has said that he worked for the Empire, Cara Dune worked right, for the, yeah. the Rebels. Um, but Quill was, and he was an indentured servant. It's like he had a choice. Right. He was basically sold into slavery, and then basically then had to work out his life and put time in, and then get out eventually. Yeah. You know, not his fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I just think it's. I think. It, there's going to be a season two. I think they've already actually started filming it. Is what yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Um, I think they're filming it right now as yeah. we speak. But um, I, I'm I'm really hoping that they double down on the Force stuff, double down on the child. I mean, everyone, yes. everyone loves Baby Yoda. Um, but they actually go in, more into the Force kind of stuff with season two. They're not going to get to it in this season. Yeah. Um, and actually maybe train start training him, or maybe he's too young for that. I don't know. But um it's it's unfortunate to me that i mean it it is what it is for this season but for next season if if they just keep going with this and he's not getting any kind of like hey this is light side this is dark side kind of stuff um i i think that would be unfortunate to see like i want to see him actually like learn the ways of the force as opposed to just being around a bunch of ignorant dummies that know nothing about the force whatsoever right Right. (laughs) so which uh, who how who knows Maybe let's just speculate here. If the Mandalorian then takes him, I mean, how would he even track down a Jedi, basically? Right, right. Well, and then there's obviously not very many Jedi at this time. Um, this is has nothing to do with Episode Nine. In, in Episode Seven, Star Wars Episode Seven, we learn um, that 
Luke has been trying to train up like a group of young Jedi. And so kinda, maybe. And so like at, the, at this time, honestly, like five years after the events of Return of the Jedi, there aren't that many Jedi around. Most of them are, are dead. They're force ghosts and stuff like that. Uh, even Yoda is gone right. at this point. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if they, it would, they would maybe run into Luke and his group of Padawans. That'd be fun. I, I don't know. It'd be, they can do just about anything with the show, but uh, and they honestly they have 25 years to play with like i mean who knows if the show would even go past the events of episodes 7 8 9 in the movies yeah. uh, or if they would stop at that hard stop at that point but they, even still they have 25 years um of timelines to right. kind of play around with so right um we uh quill makes some like a soundproofing uh thing for his chamber for uh the child's chamber we see uh, there's some comedic moments kind of some light light-hearted stuff in the episode mostly from ig11 which was he was hilarious um you know coming out basically in an apron <laughs> yes. i don't think he literally has an apron on but he's kind of got that yeah. kind of role uh, they land on the planet and, uh, grief still has the hole in his jacket. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he still remembers kind of how everything went down. Um, he's, we're led to believe that he's very friendly to these people and is like, Hey, let's work out a deal and right. we've got a plan. And he basically, the, the message is basically, uh, he's had, he's got his hat in his hand. He's trying to convince them, look, come or trying to convince the Mandalorian, come back. I want us to work together so we can rid the town of these imperial people, uh, and then you can go on your way, basically. Yeah. But I need your help. Um, I, I bought it. I, I, I wasn't, I, honestly, you know, obviously you've seen the episode already, so I'm not spoiling anything yes. um, that you haven't already seen, but like, um, when the, when, when the tides turn later in the episode and you f- figure out, okay, no, he really was going to backstab the Man- Mandalorian after all, yeah. that was a surprise to me. I, I really thought, I, I didn't think that grief, uh, is like wanting to be friends with the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't think you you could be after everything that's happened, but I did think that they were like, okay, let, we're gonna. We're, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones, just so we can. He's a vehicle to get me where. Yeah, I Yeah, to go. get to come to this agreement that is going to serve both I, of us. I thought he was. I thought it was a trap the whole time. Oh really? I mean, I really. I mean, think, yeah. thinking about it from a Western standpoint, right? That's classic, classic Western stuff. Yep. Let's work together and then yes, and then stab him in the back. <laughs> the episode before though. Think about the episode before this. The one, the one thing about that episode, he had this "quote unquote" old friend, old beardy. I don't remember, remember what his oh, name is. Yeah, even he was going to turn on him, and he's trying to kill him. Yeah. So I mean, um, maybe that episode is trying to foreshadow what grief is trying to do to him. Right. Yeah. That's good. Know. That's a good thought. Yeah. I'm, everyone's an outlaw in this episode except right. for Quill and right. Kara. <laughs> Um, so, uh, dude, and then one of the best scenes in the episode, uh, action scenes, um, they're, they're called bog wings, mm-hmm. these flying like pterodactyl kind yep. of creatures. Yep. Um, they're basically going over the plan around the campfire. They're basically, it looks like they're living out, outside of the city limits of the city. Right. Um, basically camping out at night. Um, what, could, uh, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and these things start flying in and it's it's immediate chaos. Like yes. everyone starts, it's pitch black outside. Everyone's firing their, their blasters into, into the, the night. darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to hopefully catch one of these things. No one is, is presumably no one is actually hitting one. Um, one of them picks up a freaking blurg yeah, at big. one point. Like these are big, big, um, creatures mm-hmm. flying creatures mm-hmm. uh the mandalorian torch is one of them so now we got we got a torch six out of seven six for seven on episodes <laughs> of using torch. now okay these this note says minox oh they're minox which minox are what's on 
Empire Strikes Back whenever Han lands inside oh, yeah. of the. Those are what, smaller though, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think those are Minox. I was reading something where they they thought they were bog wings. I believe that. Well, no, I think they are. Minox are are not as big as these things. So earlier, this isn't a direct correlation, but like ten minutes before this ha- happens, grief actually says the word bogwing, but he's he's talking about the child. I think he's like, oh look at that little bogwing or whatever. Maybe that's so. so I and, and I think maybe that's just a foreshadow of what's about to yeah, happen ten minutes so. later. Yeah. Um. I th- I think they're bogwings, but let's go with that. Let's yeah. go with that. Um. They're, because they're, you remember Minox? You know what I'm talking about? That are attached yes. to the ship. Yeah. These aren't those. These are like big pterodactyl-looking things. Yeah, they're massive, and they're obviously they're to the point where they can pick up a blurg. Who's like? I mean, those things are like like four fi- cows, fifteen tons. Yeah, exactly. They're heavy. <laughs> so yeah, that was awesome. Let and- her go. I remember Kubiel's uh, <laughs> like, let her go. He's like shooting his gun at him. And uh, and it actually uh, another one picks up one of the uh, henchmen, basically like the bounty hunter yeah. assistants for mm-hmm. grief, um, which is interesting. Um, uh, wounds grief yes. himself. Um, this is how it ends. <laughs> More Carl Weathers overacting. Yeah, it was. That was kind of a bad but, moment. But Kira Dune then goes, "Oh, stop being dramatic." <laughs> yeah, which is great. It was great. <laughs> she was saying exactly what I was thinking. Yes. Um, oh, and, this is how it ends. And then we get big mo- moment number two. Yes. For force powers, we um, would have been triggered to this earlier in the season. Yeah. But Baby Yoda walks up. To Carl Weathers, to Chubbs from uh, Happy Gilmore, wooden hand, real strong. <laughs> it's, re- it's made of wood, real strong. <laughs> knock, um, knock, 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 knock. <laughs> he uh, reaches up. Oh, he's gonna eat me! At one point, <laughs> I know that was so funny. Man, Carl Weathers, buddy, settle down. <laughs> he's gonna eat me. Yeah, he's gonna eat you, Carl Weathers. <laughs> Baby Yoda walks up, puts his hand, his little hand on him, and heals him. And this ends up being. The turning point in the plot that you didn't, like I said, we didn't know. We didn't know yet. Uh, this warms Carl Weathers' heart. He heals him. So then the next day, when the old, then when the old turncoat, your heel turn is going to happen. Oh yeah. He ends up shooting the two guys that came with him on the trip. So good. It's good, but it's like if you're those two guys, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm dead. What a way to die. <laughs> We wouldn't even be here if it weren't for you. Why'd you do this to us? Yeah. Uh, I, I think we're, we're led to believe that he basically saves Grief's life because they're talking about poison. Like, they're, yes. They're saying they, it's not just they're a They're deep wound. cuts and, a po- and they're poisonous. Like, I, I don't think he would last the night. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like he somehow dissolves the poison and heals Crazy. his wound. It was really awesome. So then, um, basically, then they come to the terms they've got to make a new plan. Right, right. Because the old plan was basically just Bring the baby in and call it good. Yeah, the original plan, the one that they were talking about at the campfire was like, we're basically going to um, bring the baby in and uh, pretend like we're delivering him. And then in the in, in that moment, like once you have your shot, go ahead and take it, uh, take take the client's life and get out of Dodge. And then that'll free the city and then you guys can go off yeah. and live your lives. Um, but now the thing, everything's changed. So... Um, both of the bounty hunters are dead. It's basically just grief. And then all of our heroes that we've been following and they basically, the new plan is we're going to pretend like we've captured you. And this is classic star Wars. Like we've seen this with, 
um, Chewie, like, you know, we're going to, we're going to put Chewie in handcuffs and bring him in. Okay. You know, we captured this, this beast, you know, um, we've seen this kind of thing several times in, in star Wars. And, uh, so it was, that was kind of a cool throwback. Um, they do take the, uh, empty pod, like the, the pod, the floating pod that the child was in, obviously there's the child's not in there, but right. they, they take it in with the city and say, and basically say, you know, Hey, we captured the child and the Mandalorian. Um, and here we are. Um, they make a, a little bit of a deal about Cara Dune's tats. So she's, she's kind of tatted up on her right arm mm-hmm. and it's like Republic drop, yeah. drop trooper, shock trooper, shock, shock trooper, shock trooper. Um, kind of, I, I guess like her, you know, it's the sign of their troop. Or yeah, like yeah, like her battalion or whatever she was in. So they're like, okay, this is imperial ex imperial soldiers. So you can't just go in there with that tat. Like you need to cover that up. So she co- covers it up and they go in. Grief basically gets them right in through the gates. He shows them his badge, some kind of ID type mm-hmm. of thing. It's his driver's license, uh, and they get into the uh, gate. And then uh, uh, we'll just go straight. Unless you, I'm skipping over something. You're fine. Um, we'll go straight to the bar scene. So well, he the one what's really funny about one of the guards yeah, at yeah. the one of the uh, stormtroopers, which no, they're the bike troopers, aren't they? Are they the bike troopers there. Yeah. So awesome. and that was a really cool throwback. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, from the um, uh, Moon of Endor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're cool. there, and basically one of them goes, I'll give you 20 credits for that helmet. Oh, that's right, yeah. For this, for the Mandalorian's helmet, he's like, I'm going to put this on my wall. <laughs> You're kidding me. I'm not going to buy this, sell this. I'm going to put this on my wall. And then the Mandalorian goes, put it on your wall. <laughs> Which I thought was he's really like, funny. He's like, just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> go on. Um, so... Uh, we get this short, very short monologue from the client, which I thought was fantastic. Like I, I actually went back and listened to it twice. Can I see the baby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love his accent. It's really funny. Like the, what he says, "Let me see the baby." Oh, I, first of all, he walks in the bar, or canteen, or whatever it is this place is. Yeah, that he's basically taken yeah. his 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 base is the cantina yeah. there in Navarro. No, Navarro, right? Navarro. Yep. And he goes, oh, he looks at the Mandalorian. He goes, oh, Vespar. Oh, it's so well crafted. He's like rubbing his hand against his chest. He's really creepy. Uh, it's so well crafted when it's done uh, by skilled artisan hands. <laughs> anyway. I love it, dude. I, I don't I, know. Why. I feel like he chews scenery every time he's in there. Like, and, I, I love it. Yeah. And then he and then he leads. Uh, and this is the ultimate uh Crazy maniacal, and I've made the I made the Nazi reference last episode, and I'm not trying to say these people are Nazi. I mean, come on, Nazis are real. This is a made up universe. Yeah, it's a lot different, right? <laughs> By a far stretch, but like Werner Herzog's character is like, I'm not sure why your people didn't did, rejected us coming to your land yeah. and taking over. There's never been a moment that the Empire hasn't improved everything they've t- put their hands on. Dude, and I, which is like, if you're that crazy, you convince yourself, oh yeah, that you're maniacal, uh, mani- your maniacal uh, dictatorship or whatever this was uh, is better than freedom. Yeah, you're I, insane. I loved that line so much just because of exactly what you said. Like he truly believes it. Like this is not something he's. Um, you know, trying to pull the wool over their eyes, like he he believes that, yeah. like the, his the, his statement. And I actually wrote, uh, wrote down word for word another quote that he said in that same speech. He, he says, 
is is the world now? I think he's talking about Navarro, is or just worlds like Navarro. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? I see nothing but death and chaos. And I I loved that man. Like I, it really kind of gives you just a, a short kind of glimpse into the other side of things. Yes. Like. You know, we in four, five, six of the movies we saw nothing but the rebellion side, and and just you know, kind of brief glimpses of just kind of the, um, uh, the really like deadly side of, of the imperial, like how they would kill their own men. Like Darth Vader ends up killing like several of his generals and stuff like that. Just yeah, because, he just kills them. Yeah, but but as far as like people that truly like have bought hook, line, and sinker the the idea of the empire. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've seen a lot of that and to hear like this guy like truly he's a true believer like he he is all about the empire and he wants to see the empire come back yeah um i i loved that line is the world more peaceful since the revolution i see nothing but death and chaos he he truly believes that the the galaxy was better off with the empire in, in control i i just i loved that scene it was yeah. great uh then he has to take a, a phone call can i <laughs> can i see the baby and then just about the time and and Grief goes, oh, uh, he's sleeping, <laughs> which is like, this is almost like a comedy. Yeah, it is. Because he's like, <laughs> and he looks at him like, he, he, what does he say? He'll be able to get plenty of rest. I just want to see him. And then before he can really open up that canister, <laughs> a, a stormtrooper go, comes over and goes, uh, you've got a, a telephone call. <laughs> it seems like it's important. Can, can you take this call, please? <laughs> It flies up, and it's a, it's a, sh- a shadowy character. We really can't tell who it is at right, that point. Right, uh, But uh, he's basically like, where is the child? Oh, and then Werner Herzog's character goes, he's sleeping. Right. He's currently <laughs> sleeping. I've seen, I've seen him, but he's currently sleeping. He goes, you need to look again. Yeah. And then... That's it. They just destroy, like, just, just mows everybody down. The good guys all hide, by the way. Right. The bad guys are like, ah, there's one <laughs> protocol droid that's like, ah. Yeah, there's four of them. There's um, there's Moff. Uh, sorry, I'm getting my characters confused. Is the, There's the client and four stormtroopers in the bar, and all five of them get mowed down yes. in, one, in, like, two seconds. And, like, the only people that are left are the Mandalorian, Cara Dune, and Grief. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian slips out of his restraints. Um, you know, they obviously hunker down. Uh, there's a, a group of death Well, he troopers. was getting ready to take the shot on Werner Herzog when yeah. he went to take that phone call. Which I, I read a couple uh, reviews, and people, I saw some people saying that, that the Mandalorian killed the client, but I don't think that's right. Like, no. the shots came from no outside. No way. No, no, no. He got shot from the outside. Yeah, yeah. Which it, which really, it really drives home that idea of, like, how dis- disillusioned he is of his own cause. Oh, yeah. That the leader of his cause is like, yeah, uh, you've devoted your whole life to our crazy, <laughs> uh, maniacal, you know, cult regime. Group. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Insane. Like, <laughs> and he got what he deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, like, and then the Mandalorian immediately gets on his... Um, whatever phone not phone calm like or his, his comms calm, to, yeah. to get to quill and he says uh get back to the ship get off planet just get out of here like just take the child get as far away uh, far away from this place as you possibly can get um the speeder troopers pe- pick up this communication just how's that possible I, I don't know like i i when i saw that happen i was just like has that come up before like have they like have rebels like communicated with each other and then they picked up that communication and how easy that apparently was yeah it was really weird but um i mean i I guess they had to do that for the plot maybe his his little communicator is a basic thing that he had to communicate with quill like yeah really and so it 
low quality. Maybe it's not. That's the only thing I can think of. I yeah. mean, not encrypted at all. Like just to steal on Aaron Dice for saying show for show's sake, right? <laughs> Um, because, because of show so that we see speeder troopers go after a quill uh and then it cuts back we see what happens in a second but uh it cuts back to the bar and dude the tie fighter landing in front of this thing was awesome yeah awesome it was really cool um so I, we haven't seen a tie fighter and we see we've seen like uh first order tie fighters and stuff like that but it's like like a tie fighter from like the the um you know end of the empire five years after return of the yes. jedi period of the timeline was so cool to see yeah um, we see neat. it descend and then it folds up its, its wings. wings fold up it's almost like it almost looks like an x-wing and at one point like it's yeah. the the wings kind of go into like an x formation yeah and then they go flat and it and it lands and it, i was just in awe it's really like, cool it looked really really yes, good really really cool um it's moff gideon yeah he gets out um, the then it shoots back to Quill. He's basically running as fast as he can. He almost makes it back to the ship. Borgs don't run real fast. No, uh, they just they're it's it's more of a a walking game. And they're not going to beat that speed. Those speeders are fast. Yeah. Um, and then the child is just on the ground. We don't see Quill. Like all of a sudden, like one moment the, the child is in his arms, the next moment he's just on the in the sand. Um, and then a trooper like. And kind of a fast sweeping motion, like just like skims by him and yeah. picks him up, and then uh, cuts a quill and he's dead. Now, is Quill dead? Is he dead? That's that's the big question, right? I hope he's not. I hope so too. I felt like that was this is on the Mandalorian's head for ruining Quill's life. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, man, Mandalorian, like he had a peaceful you, life. You drug him into this. Yeah. You helped him out and cleared his valley, and I'm sure you got to live peacefully. By the way, this show is a lot longer in in the real time that's happening in this universe, in the Star Wars universe. It's a lot longer than it seems. Yeah, because it feels like we just saw Quill like a week ago. Right, right. But you know, in reality, it's like several months. Yeah, I don't want to say a year, but a long time. Yeah, like, a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, that's right. Um. Because he was on Sorgan for at least, didn't they say uh, three or four weeks or something like that? Like just that one episode yeah. took over the, the course yeah. of a month. So, yeah, yeah. So he's been away for a long time. Um, but I feel bad for Quill. I also know that at IG-11 will come into this he at some point to, right? next episode. Maybe in some awesome revenge se- sequence. Might be the saving, might save the day. I, my guess is what triggers him is when he sees Quill dead. Like, uh, or presumably dead on the, on the ground. Maybe. Or maybe Quill's not dead, and he goes out, and he's like, "What happened to you, Master?" And he's like, Quill, "Oh, they 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 killed me in the in the town. Yeah. Save me." Quill makes a comment in this episode where he basically he's like, "It's not like he doesn't defend; it's just not his number one programming now." Yeah. Um, but he will defend me, is what he says. Yeah. And so my guess is that the hatch opens. Ig Eleven is like, "Oh, what's what's all that commotion, or whatever?" And sees his master again, presumably dead. We don't know if he'll, he'll actually die. I hope he's not. Um, I, I mean, I hope the child maybe like heals him or something like that. It would be awesome to see that again. But um, uh, obviously the child's in captivity right now, but um, IG-11 sees Quill on the ground and basically goes like rage mode. I, I don't know if he's capable of the going, other thing is this, going back though, to assassin. Remember the child though, the child's going to wake up or whatever's happening and look at this, this uh, speeder trooper yeah. and just be like death. Yeah. Why doesn't he just choke him? Why won't he? He should, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's how the episode starts. And then Baby Yoda's riding the bike, like riding the speeder. Dude, that'd be great. Talking about memes. Like a gremlin. (laughs) You see a gremlin stealing a motorcycle? (laughs) See Baby Yoda stealing a speeder bike? That'd be awesome. 
Oh man, It'd be fun. So, um, boy, the, talk about cliff, cliffhanger. Um, basically, I mean, obviously, episode eight is going to pick up seconds after the events of this episode. It's kind of a two-parter episode yes. finale. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't know what's what's what to make of the Mandalorian and his crew. They're right. kind of you know bunkered into this bar. Uh, we don't know what happened to Quill. We don't know about IG Eleven. We don't know about the child. All that kind of stuff is going to have to start out this next episode. And I hope that the last episode is a doozy, man. Yeah, um, well, it's going to have to be. Uh, so here's some. Uh, we'll get to favorite moments here in a second, but um, I have some questions, kind of thoughts, and predictions, and stuff like that. Um, what the heck happened in at the end of episode five when we saw that mysterious boots with the spurs? And, like, okay, so they they set up like this mystery character. We still haven't seen him. We didn't see him in episode six. We didn't see him in episode seven. Uh, some people were saying that maybe Moff Gideon was the person, but it's definitely not. Not it's not like he's not even wearing spurs. I mean, I guess he could take them off, but like, he doesn't like, have brown boots on either, does he? His, his boots are different. He wears black. Different. It's got to be a different character than Moff Gideon. I hope. I mean, I'm assuming it's Boba Fett, but it's like. So does Boba? Let's say it is Boba Fett. Maybe I guess Boba he, Fett saves the day. He can, I, is that possible? That's what I'm wondering. Is here's what I'm wondering. We haven't seen the man, the rest of the Mandos either. Like this, you know, Mandalorian tribe or whatever. Yeah, they're presumably off planet. They talked about how they had to relocate the Co- um, coven. No. The, the co- Covert, covert. They had to re- the coven. <laughs> They're witches. <laughs> uh, they had to re- uh, relocate their cauldron uh, yeah. and their the covert cauldron. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so you know maybe maybe Boba Fett kind of gets wind of what's going on and he Boba Fett is not Mandalorian. I mean he is Mandalorian kind of. Um, He's not Mandalorian. He okay. wears the armor. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's the thing. He just that, that's the thing is I don't. That's now, right. That's now right. grief. Maybe grief knows. Well, but <sighs> I, I grief has never see. let on like that. He would have probably made reference to Mando maybe at some point. Oh yeah, the other guy that wears the Mandalorian armor. I would love to see Boba Fett. We we've talked about this a couple episodes. I would love to see the uh, that Mando um, group of elite soldiers come in, um, you know, with their jetpacks or whatever, and start mowing down troopers. That'd be awesome. Um. I would love to see Boba Fett with that group, but that hasn't, that would be unearned. Like they haven't set that up at all. Right. Um, so I, I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be one or the other, like right. we're all, either going to see Boba Fett come in and just start mowing people down right. or it's going to be his friends coming back to, to clean house and save him. Um, I feel like it's more likely to be the Mandos, but um, why would they set up Boba Fett in episode five of season one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens with all that. Um, uh, let's see who, okay. So I wrote down who's Moff Gideon. We have, we haven't seen him ever in the star Never. Wars no. universe. Okay. No. So we really don't know much about him, but he's the main general guy. I mean, he's going to be one of the main men, main general people. Ma, anyone that's Moff is like highest, highest level. So it, the, the empire has been dissolved for five years, but they're still, they're still alive and well in certain parts of the galaxy, maybe. And well, they still have of, the technology. Right. And the technology in this world is kind of king, so it's like it, it, they're able to do the things that they need to do to stay in power. Yeah. And he's obviously very powerful. Like, he has, he commands a pretty good troop of, of, um, uh, Imperial Stormtroopers. Obviously, has his TIE fighter. Like, he, I mean, he's, I guess, like, getting away with all the stuff do anything. underneath the, the New Republic. But, um, 
uh, Moff makes a comment um, to right before he mows him down. Uh, makes a comment on the on the line on the phone call or whatever the Skype call um, that uh, he he said uh, he's more. Does he say it to him? I think he says it to the client. No, he says it to the Mandalorian. He said uh, he's more more valuable to me than you could ever know. And that, that makes what me... you have, and what you have, you don't understand what you have. Yeah, and that that tells me that even like uh, he, may, I felt felt like almost like he was telling the audience that like as much as 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 powerful as you think that this child is, you have no idea. Like th- this thing is capable of things that you haven't even thought of yet. Like I, I felt like he was looking directly at the audience when he it's said crazy. That. Yeah, I, and uh, like that makes sense though. Like. I mean, you think about the, the the number of characters that have actually done like a force heal in in the past. Like, I think I read online somewhere that that hasn't happened. Like, maybe in the comic books it has or something like that. Yeah. Like, um, that like force healing is is like a, a super elite thing, and he's doing that without any kind of formal Jedi training. Yes, and he's a child. Like, he's a kid. And Never been taught. Yeah, ne- and self taught. Basically, he he can just do this stuff. Yeah, and so it really. I mean, and and we know obviously Yoda was you know Grandmaster Yoda was one of the most powerful Jedi to ever. Well, live. maybe that species is just that in tune that it's just like naturally can yeah. do it. Yeah. So I I think Moff Gideon is like yeah you have you guys have no idea what this thing's capable of so that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um. Do we see Doctor Pershing? Um. It was a little odd that he didn't come back in this episode. And where is he? Yeah. You is he is he alive? Is he, he on was planet? in that bunk? He was in that. He was in that cantina, yeah, in that base the last time we saw uh, Warner Herzog's character. Um, I I almost wonder if he got Maybe. got what he came for, like he he got as much DNA as he needed. Um, or he's and, dead, and he's gone, or he could have been killed. That's right. Because um, he he let them take the. I, I kind of I kind of wonder if he just doesn't come back in the season, which like, I kind of think kind of sucks. He may be the way out. By the way, there may be. Ooh. A uh, Pershing uh, escape hatch. Ooh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Like, I'm just saying, like, I think that may be the way out. He may be the the kind of the surprise ending. They're there. not going to shoot their way out of this. No. They, they can't beat that firepower. No. So they've got to have another escape hatch. Even IG-11 coming out. I don't I don't even know if IG-11 by himself would be able to take down everyone, though. I mean, he's like down I think, a bunch of those dudes I, in the first episode. I think but. you're left with a couple things. IG-11 is not going to make it out. Um Obviously, he's not going to be able to take it out on his own. I think there's either escape hatch. I think maybe Baby Yoda kills the bike, the uh, speeder trooper people. Because why wouldn't he? Yeah. I mean, he, he literally knew Cara Dune and seen Cara Dune before, and is trying to choke her out. Well, this stinking thing that's holding him as it's driving on the speeder bike. Yeah. He's gonna. He he should. He'll get free. I think. He should. I don't. Do you think he makes it all the way back to Moff Gideon? I guess. I guess that's possible. I think there's a shot that he gets free, and he probably won't, because they need him to. They need to get back to the OK Corral, where they're that you know where they're trapped in there, yeah. just for the just for the climax of this episode. But he could get loose. He could crawl back over to Coil, heal Coil. That rhymed, and then them get into the Razor Crest. I wonder if and he, fly in and bomb the crap out of the yeah bad guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wonder. I almost wonder if um, the child is is the reason that IG Eleven comes into the picture. Like somehow he gets free. He chokes the guy that's driving the uh, speeder or whatever. Uh, gets back to the Razor Crest, opens the door with his force powers or whatever, and yeah. basically gets IG Eleven to come out and understand what has gone down. Like how how bad things have gotten. Interesting. Um, 
I think Moff Gideon survives. I, I like I. I think. Oh, I think he's the big bad. And and right, like he's got to go into season two, right? Like he's got to be some reason to watch season two, like that they're going to take this guy down or something. Think about the trailer art on this show. Ig Eleven's on it. Cara Dune is on it. Yeah, and Mandalorian's on it. We've we've been led to believe John so Carlo Esposito's character is kind of the big bad. Yeah, he probably is the big bad in season two as well. Right. Yeah, that's kind of one of those. And then you are. learn about exactly more about Baby Yoda and where he's kind of what his power actually is, where he's from. Kawil kind of let, led the, led you to believe that he's not a clone. Yeah, that he because Kawil worked on cloning farms. Yeah, and this looks like a natural cre- cre- creature and more evolved. He right. was said, which is interesting. Right. Um. Cool. Um, that's kind of all I had as far as like questions and predictions. Um, what were, I kind of already talked about some of my favorite scenes. What, what were oh, um, the big ones for you? Man, just, uh, them teaming up. The IG-11 stuff is fun. Uh, the Werner Herzog stuff is comical to me because of how yeah. odd it is at times. I, and love, then I them, love how crazy he is. Yeah, well, was. he's dead now. He got <laughs> blown away. Um, baby Yoda is just, just awesome. So, yeah. Can you think of a better character that was created on a show that just has blown up in society? Like, how many memes have we seen of that thing? Like, I just see that meme oh, all the yeah. time on Facebook and on, on on Twitter. Yeah. What else? What else do we compare Baby Yoda to? Like, some kind of. Um, He's a gremlin. No, I mean, like, another phenomenon. Like, uh, God, Furby? I forgot. I, forgot oh, I think what, I thought we talked about another show. Or I think we that. did. Um, I'm blanking on it. I can't either, but. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, like, like there's something has popped up in the public consciousness. Honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with Disney Plus. Like the fact that this launched on day one yeah. on a brand new service called Disney Plus has a lot to do with yeah. how many people are watching the show. Got, they're going to have a dead spot here with none no, of the show ready. Yeah, though. yeah. And and I I don't I mean I don't think it matters. It's Disney. Who cares? They're, they've gotten how many people bought Disney Plus? Oh, millions. Do, do we know? Do we know the the amount? That downloaded I, it? I feel like I heard 10 million at, at one point, but I, I feel like it's higher than that. Like, that might have been day one. That's a lot. I mean, millions and millions of people. I'm going to look this up real quick. I mean, it's offered worldwide, right? It's got to be. I think so. In other languages and stuff like that. Um, um, yeah. So, uh, we'll go into what else are you watching on Disney Plus. Um, I finally picked up uh, The Clone Wars again. So, I, uh, I didn't watch a whole lot more, just another three or four episodes. Uh, watch a fantastic episode with uh, Luminara Unduli, uh, who's a Jedi that I didn't really know much about. Um, really cool episode with her and, um, oh, the, the big bad from Phantom Menace, um, the Trade Federation guy. I can't remember his Dooku? name. Dooku? No. Sidious. The, no. The guys that are like, um, uh, kind of like an Asian Grievous. accent. No, they have like an Asian accent. They, uh, um, oh, the, like uh, what's a, his name? Part of the trade federation. Yeah, it's this weird. Um, I cannot remember. Uh, no, I know what it is. Why can't I think of this? Every, people are listening on their. Oh, they're screaming in their cars. Right now. They're like, oh my gosh, you idiots. No, what is his name? I, I, I always crack up at it because it's like the most dumb thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, Newt Gunray. Gun, Gun, Newt Gunray. Gun so Newt Gunray in, was in the episode, and they were like basically transporting him for um, like interrogating, uh, interrogation and stuff yeah. like that. And um, Asajj Ventress, which is like the big bad, the the Sith um, uh, Jedi, yep. or, you know, Sith Lord or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, comes and breaks him out. That was a really cool episode. Yeah. Um, uh, just learning more about 
just like the different ships and Grievous is a, is a big part of one of the episodes that I watched and uh, the super battle droids which is like the, the B B2 battle yeah. droids or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool so I'm really enjoying that uh, that series um, I feel like I need to catch up before February drops because and that's a lot to watch between now and then but episode 7 or sorry season 7 of the Clone Wars is coming to Disney Plus in February. And is so, it really? Yeah. So I don't know if I can say the, the new updated. So maybe that's the next thing we have to talk about on this. Well, and, and, okay. So let's just go into that conversation. Yeah, let's talk about this. Um, uh, anything on Disney Plus that you want to talk about? Um, been watching? I believe that uh, the best thing for me to talk about on Disney Plus is probably uh, just this. I've been watching a lot of the X-Men stuff and oh, cool. all the all the things that are on there. I wouldn't mind watching that stuff, too. So good. That was a big part of our growing up. I love it. I think it still holds up pretty well. It's kind of like how Batman the Animated Series is, the X-Men series. Now, the X-Men series jumps around a little bit, and there's some weird animation Have stuff. Have you been watching happened. since season one? Like, did you start at season one? Yeah, I've seen, all, I've seen all of them. No, I mean, I mean like, recently, like, on yes. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, the first one was at Night of the... That's, Sentinels. It starts and out with Jubilee. One, yeah, right? Night of the Sentinels, yeah. Is she like Jubilee's in a mall or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember those episodes. Pretty um, freaking awesome, man. Yeah, pretty cool. I love the Sentinel stuff. Those kind of fights well, are and I really just, interesting. I just find, like, like I said, all the whole thing is really cool. So uh, We need to talk about what we're going to watch after the Mandalorian. Yeah. So, um, I was really hoping a Marvel show would be like chalk ready to go yeah and i, I looked that stuff up and it's going well i'm not sure that they're gonna l- launch a marvel show at all next year ex- except for like maybe the end of the year like fall yeah, winter sucks. so it's gonna be a while before we and i think the the first one is um uh winter soldier and falcon falcon the falcon and winter soldier show i think is the next one that's yeah. gonna drop but that's they're saying that's fall of next yeah. year so it's gonna yeah. be a while um that they're shooting obi-wan kenobi that one's not going to be ready for a while the uh the next big one that i saw as far as it new contents not you know recycled content on disney plus was the clone war season seven which is dropping in february yeah um i don't know if they'll do that on a weekly basis Uh, i wouldn't mind reviewing those episodes um those are shorter episodes obviously um but i'm I'm really intrigued to to see what they release in those episodes as far as content um but that's february in january it's going to be um just kind of existing shows that they've they've had and then maybe a movie or two i don't know um we've had some discussion about the uh high school musical the the musical series yeah whatever it's called at least one person that would Probably call in or something. We can get that figured out. How that, yeah. what that looks like. <clears throat> I don't know that I would watch a whole season. Man, that, I don't know if I could handle a whole that season show. Of that I could. Thing. I could watch a couple episodes. Um, just so I maybe can we talk about the first the episode. Maybe we watch the first episode and we tee up our audience to say watch this first episode, and then we have Stephen on and we discuss the first episode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw out kind of a weird one for no, for, for two dudes sitting in a sound, mm, sound <laughs> studio here. Um, I, I might. I might be interested in reviewing lady and the tramp really like the the actual like live action we have to have movie? spaghetti and meatballs um sure uh, we'll have it there and i'll roll the but we're meatball. not we're not going to slurp the same noodle oh now. oh phil <laughs> oh phil okay that's a good that's good uh we have uh like uh, you know a couple of guests that we can bring on the show a couple of which are female that Maybe interested. In Maybe they would want to about talk that. about it, right? Yeah, and we could do some movies. I'm not. I'm not opposed to talking about. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It, it'll be easy. There's plenty to watch on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, so we can talk movies on there. We just got. We, we have a we great background. Hundreds, hundred and eighty plus, basically movies. We've talked about 
through the horrible movie podcast. So watching a movie and then discussing it on Disney Pl- about Disney Plus would be easy. Yeah, we're all pros. I also thought about making January like the month of January, just like you watch something and I'll watch something different, and then we come back and kind of talk about it, talk about it, like convince each other yes. to watch it. Yeah. So, well, we'll keep discussing, and if you have any ideas, again, email us at Disney Plus Reviews at Hotmail dot com. Yes. Uh, let us know what you want us to talk about or what you've been watching, and, and maybe we'll be interested That's in watching that be too. Phenomenal. So, um, any other thoughts on Mandalorian or Disney Plus? Well, I would go as far as to say where's that the, where's the this? Mandalorian. It, it, I hope it wraps up well for this season. Yeah, where's this episode rank for you? Oh, it's a top four. It's probably it's probably number two for me. Like your second favorite? I loved f- it for the series. I loved it. Yeah, I. It's hard to top the first episode. Like that episode was, yeah, first I think it's was still like huge, so drop. good. That's like, and just how it set up things and how action packed this thing is. Like, like the Mandalorian started off just like guns blazing. Yeah, which is perfect for a western. Um, I, I, it's probably my second favorite as well. I, at the end of the episode, I was like, that might be the the best episode yet. But I, I, it's hard to the more I think one. about the episode, the first episode, I'm like, that's one of the greatest first episodes of any show. You're period. not gonna hardly be that. You know, um, Lost. The, oh, the first, first episode, episode of Lost yeah, is, you're right. I, I honestly, arguably the best episode ever. You're created. right. It's like a movie. Yeah. And like how it was done. And it was so well, mind-boggling. It, mind-boggling. Yeah, it was mind-blowing. Like, I mean, when you see the, the plane going down and like actually seeing like the, even with, you know, relatively bad CGI, like going back, it, would be, it probably wouldn't hold up. But like yeah. seeing the, the pieces of that plane like rip off and then like people get sucked out of the plane. I was just like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is on TV. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. So, anyway, but yeah, Mandalorian, season, uh, first, season, first episode, great. This one, man, episode seven. Phenomenal. So good. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm very excited about this, the finale. Um, as far as um, uh, scheduling calendar-wise, um, we this episode is going to drop on the 23rd, uh, which means that the final episode uh, will drop on the 30th, probably in the evening is kind of what we're thinking, next Monday night. Um, we've got some holiday travels and stuff like that that's – Kind of push us back just a little bit. We'll try to get it out. The final episode of Mandalorian released on the same on Monday, the thirtieth, but probably towards the end of the day. Very worst case scenario, Tuesday morning, the thirty first, and then we'll be in January, and it'll be time to jump onto something else. So, um, next up in your feed, uh, we're gonna do. I don't know how long we're gonna talk about it. Probably at least thirty minutes or whatever. Just kind of do like a spoiler episode. On Star Wars Episode Nine, mm-hmm. uh, we did a good job of staying away from spoilers. Even though I'm, yeah, I know we're both very excited no, about I'm that excited movie. Excited about it, yeah, um, it's a phenomenal movie. But we'll we'll put that in a separate episode. Uh, just you know, obviously we'll we'll make sure that everyone knows that there's major spoilers in that episode. Mm-hmm. I'll put that in the title as well. But uh, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen to that episode. Be surprised. Yes, you'll have a lot more fun with it if, if you go into it not knowing anything, and uh, and then come back and watch and listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just kind of a bonus thing we're gonna do. It has nothing to do with uh, today's Disney Plus, um, even though it's coming to Disney Plus eventually. So right on. I'm, I am very interested to see when that movie comes to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is the first Disney release movie since Disney Plus has been out. So Disney would have a hard. Here's what Disney would have a hard time doing. Do they? They would have to justify saying, and we can talk about this in the next episode, I guess. But that's justify saying, what's the the streaming rights? Can we get literal, literal, can we get Netflix to pay us that much money for our own content to run on their streaming service or TV or HBO or whoever it is that you pay to get the streaming rights? And then just to turn around and then a year later 
or eight months later, six months later, whatever it is, put it back on your uh, on your site. Because oh, yeah. are are you going to get that many more subscriptions versus that large amount of chunk of money for just to watch that movie? It's going to come down to numbers. Rental, you got to go with rentals. You got to go with then. You've got to go with the streaming rights of it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, you know, it's a new era, baby. It is. It, it'll be very interesting yeah. to see what happens with yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So it's cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, tune in next week for the finale, the fun alley of uh, Mandalorian episode eight. I'm very excited. We're so pumped. All right. Join us next week. We'll until then. Have a great week. Adios. I have spoken. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.